This is your wrestling podcast fix. Follow us on Facebook at The Inziguri Pro Wrestling Discussions, on Twitter at The Inziguri, and catch new weekly episodes of The Inziguri on SoundCloud.com. Say anything, we're watching the pay per view. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. like before, this this pay per view wasn't on this date. So it was, it was supposed to be in the 20th, um, right around there, the 20th. And then they changed it on us, and I'm like, oh man, I put all these interviews in. And there was no Hold point. On one Hold on one second. Alexa, pause. Sorry, fucking. The radio's blasting. <laughs> <laughs> so. Are we? Yeah, we're on. Okay, um, I'm, I go by D.B. Richards for this podcast. And this is Fran and... Uh, JCL. And... Yo, yo, what's going on? What's going on? Are we on air right now? Um, we're going to start right now, yeah. Yeah, we, we, had, right, right. We, we had some technical issues trying to... Because we're trying to stream the pay-per-view and for some reason it doesn't want to stream. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be recording on, uh, on my iPhone, so... <laughs> so, it sounds uh, good uh, anyway, so it's, it's all right. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Let's do okay. this. Yes, sir. Okay. What inspired you to become a pro wrestler? Uh, I fell in love with it when I was a kid. I um, I pretty much like. I, it's funny because I uh, my my earliest memory, my age is probably going to show here. <laughs> but um, I remember I was a kid at a park with my older brother, and he had told me let's hurry up and go home to watch Hulk Hogan versus. Macho Man for the WWF title at the time. That was that WrestleMania. Was, memory. was that around WrestleMania? I, yeah, the WrestleMania. Yep. And okay. after that, I've been hooked. Which is crazy too, because I don't remember how. I mean, I don't know how I can remember that because I was probably like four or five at that time, and the memory just stood with me. Yeah, that, that same here. Yeah, you know, I mean, I remember like growing up in like Hulk Hogan and Savage and. All them guys, like, when I was young, you know what I mean? But, um... Yeah, like, I was hanging out with my brother recently, and he brought that up, and I was like, yeah, I remember that. And then, like, we did the math to see, and I was five years old at that time. I'm like, how the... Oh, me, I was about to curse. I don't know if we can curse on here. Yeah, you can oh, curse. I was like, how the hell do I remember that? <laughs> oh, you <laughs> WWF guys. Moments. I was a WCW guy. You were a WCW guy? Yeah, of course I, of course I went to hell. So. What, what wrestler did you get, like, um... Like, who was your favorite wrestler? Yeah. Who inspired you? Well, I, I, um, growing up, I was always like a Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, and um, um, Ultimate Warrior fan. Okay. And then I like, I, I had stopped wrestling for a while. I had stopped watching wrestling for a while, and what made me fall back in love with it was uh, when the NWO came. That whole angle, because I'm in, I'm into realism. Yeah. And, like, that's what, like, caught my attention. When Scott Hall popped up at the time, I'm thinking, holy shit, why is Razor Ramon doing a WCW? Did Vince McMahon send him over? <laughs> and, like, that just got me hooked. After that, every, like, I was a WCW kid. So after that, every week, I, like, tuned in just to see who else Vince McMahon was going to send over. Because I, I fell for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's okay. what made me, like, really, they, they, they threw the, they, they cast the line, and that's what hooked me. What got you into, like, be- getting trained like did something like get your attention or were you just gonna go a different path what basically made you go you know what i want to get into wrestling i but um funny thing like I, I pretty much grew up around the business like a lot of my uh family and friends were like 
friends of people in the business. Okay. And like what ended up happening, my um, my best friend in junior high school, uh, after school we were like all hanging out at her house, and her brother was watching wrestling, and like that's when I was kind of like getting back into it because the whole WCW angle. And as he's as he was watching it, I like sat down on the couch watching it with him. And like Richard's kicking it, talking shit. And as we're watching it, I'm like, oh wow, that guy looks just like you. And he starts laughing. He's like, oh, you think so? So I'm like, yeah. And then the guy turns towards the camera and says something. I'm like, oh shit, that is you. It was Steve Mack, Monster Mack. I was like, oh shit, that is you. And he laughed and he was like, oh, I didn't know you were into wrestling. So like I started telling, like, dude, I would love to get into that. So at that time, it wasn't like. Nowadays, where it's like, oh, just know somebody and they'll get you in. Yeah. Like at that time, you had to be like, le- like a legit tough guy. Like you really had to have heart. I think I'm a fucking tough guy, but like, it was one of those. Like it wasn't open to anybody like it is nowadays. Like now it's all like fucking ghosts and goblin nerds and comic book nerds. Like back in the, but it is what it is. Things change. I'm not against it. But um, like back in those days, like you had to prove yourself. And like Matt used to have me do things to prove like this is what I really wanted. And finally, he was like, okay, you want to start training? Come on, I'll take you. So Steve Mack is the one who opened the door for me and introduced me to the business. If it wasn't for Steve Monster Mack, there would be no Chris Bay. Okay. um, who, how, how long have you been in the business, and who trained you? Well, I started training when I was, like, around 15, 14, 15. And then I stopped for a few years. Originally, I was training under Monster Mac, uh, Magic. I'm sure everybody knows Magic. Andrew Morgan, love the guy to death. That's my uncle right there. I've known Magic even before I got into the business. Me and his son is uh, good friends. But yeah, uh, Mac, um, Carmine Black, uh, Eric Creed, Style, um, um, Lord Zeke, Joe, Preston Montgomery has a lot to do with me. And then I had stopped for several years and about. 10, 11, maybe 12 years ago, that's when like, I, I came back to wrestling and I started training at uh, JWA, Joe's World had a school in New Brunswick. And from there, I've been blessed with the opportunity to train many places. I, 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 I'm one of those rare types that like I care more about training than booking. Yeah. I've trained everywhere. And like freaking, I've, excuse me, I've trained at Every, every single training facility pretty much you can think of on the East Coast, I've pretty much been to to train at to make my knowledge more. Like Monster Factory, I, uh, stuff like that, right? I've never been to the Monster Factory, surprisingly, but like I've trained at the Dojo, Worldwide Dojo, ROH Dojo, CZW, okay. uh, Warriors Wrestling Training Facility, um, BWO when they were around, okay. um, CCW in Pennsylvania, uh Backbreakers Entertainment in Pennsylvania. Um, who I can go down the list. FSW in, in uh, um, Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I can fucking go off about all the training facilities I've been to. <laughs> okay. and, like, fortunate enough, like we're like I've been fortunate to like like Alpha Junior. I thank the guy a lot because he took me under his wing and he just like changed my whole mentality, the way I carry myself, the way I present myself. Between him, Teddy Hart's another one who did a lot for me, a lot with me up to this day. Both of those guys I'm very thankful for. I can call them right now and tell them, speak to them about wrestling or my personal life or vice versa. Yeah. Like, these are guys that I, 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 I thank, give a lot of thanks to because they have so much influence in my life and everything I do now in and out of the ring. T- Teddy, Teddy's a good guy. Um, 
Um, I, yeah, good my, my friend brought him up for icons, and he's like, yo, can you go pick them up for me? And I went and picked them up, and I didn't know what to talk about with them, you know what I mean? So Let's talk about cats. And... That's all you need to do. <laughs> Talk about cat. Uh, but, he's just a cool dude. Like, it's funny, too, because, like, all the shit you hear about him on the internet, like, he's nothing like that. Like, he's smart. He's like, yo, if they're going to talk, why not let him keep talking? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He, he's he's a nice guy. I was amazed, like, all the stories you heard about Teddy and, and everything's all wrong. You know what I mean? Well, well, no. I mean, more more recently, I mean, like, well, he's even talked to us about that because he said, yeah, I had a reputation, but, like, he's been trying to stay on the positive side of you know everybody so like i mean most most of it's been good good talking with him so oh, yeah. okay what was the best advice that anybody in the business gave you uh, one time at one of the roh training seminars tryout gimmicks mm-hmm. um truth martini he said something that always stood with do everything like it's your only it was like if Vince McMahon or Triple H walked in right now and told you to lock up, how are you going to lock up? If they told you to throw a punch, how are you going to throw that punch? How, if they tell you to throw a kick, how are you going to throw that kick? You yeah. never know who's watching. So do everything like it's your only. And that just stood with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I, was, I was looking at your nickname, uh, Mr. No Limits. And then I... I, and then I did my research and I found out you were five times W O W No Limit Champion. Is that how you got the yes, name? Sir. So how uh, did you how did you figure out to use that name as Mister No Limit? Well, what happened was um, at the time, like I'm not a guy that a belt makes the guy. Like to me, that's bullshit. When the belt shouldn't make you, you should make the belt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I, I got that name even before I became the champion. Like, cause um, uh, it's, it's kind of breaking kayfabe, but I'm sure it's, it's fucking 2019. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> everybody does. Uh, yeah, everybody does. So let me be that asshole and feed into it. So um, no, what happened was um, uh, Damon Damon Dragon, okay. awesome dude. He's a he's a host who work. I'm not sure if you gentlemen are familiar with him. Damon Vargas. He was working for uh Warriors of Wrestling. And he had to pull off of a show. So they had another gentleman at the time called Dave Calypso. Okay. He was supposed to work Damian Vargas. And like, he was still pretty much a greenhorn. And he and I were training together. So they had contacted me. And they asked me if I can come in to work with this guy. Because he was green. They wanted him to work with somebody he worked with before. And I was still pretty much green at the time as well. So they brought me in. They liked the match. And like they started using me as a, as a, a jobber, which... I don't give a fuck it is what it is. The fucking is a fucking. <laughs> so, um, 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 an indie jobber. Imagine some, like, I laugh when people get mad. Like, why am I jobbing? It's a fucking indie. Shut up. <laughs> but anyway, so, so they had, uh, asked me to cut a promo about some shit. And, like, I just went off. And, like, at the time, they just started doing the No Limits uh, Championship, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, like, at that time, I was, like, 110 pounds wet. I was a lot smaller than I was now. Okay. So I would always do, like, crazy, stupid shit, like, jump off of stuff, do, like, fucking, I'm doing 450s off of shit that I, I should, basically I was doing dumb stuff that I, now I look back and I'm like, wow, I was stupid. <laughs> so, um, so when they wanted me to cut that promo, like, I was running my mouth and I was like, 
You say, blah, 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 I know limits. Title, I am Mr. No Limits. I am the risk taker. I am Chris Banks. Remember the name, Chris Banks. And like from that one promo, I guess it actually caught people's attention. And people just started saying Mr. No Limits. And like Ben Gorey's wrestling was always using that part in the promos of mine. They were always like, yo, drop that Mr. No Limits. I am Mr. No Limits. I am the risk taker. I am Chris Banks. So that was always how I kept closing myself out. And the name just ended up following me. Okay. It, it, even like it's it's funny because like even when I don't try to use it, like it just stuck stuck, stuck with me. Yeah. And like at this point, like I don't really do all that flippy jumpy shit. Like if I see blood in the match, I'm rolling out because I don't know what the fuck you have. I have my limits now. But <laughs> I have my limits. It just stuck with me. <laughs> Yo, you didn't t- you didn't give me your um, DNA test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I got paperwork. Fuck. <laughs> Here's my paperwork. Where's yours at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Oh uh, yeah, fuck, I got man. you, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, looking for companies to work for, do you do you check and make sure what promoters are good to their wrestlers, or you just take any bookings? No, I'm pretty like I, I'm. Pre- I try to be wise with my bookings, like. It, it, it comes off as like it's funny because a lot of times people meet me and they're like yo dude you're not the image that I thought of like a, a lot of people think like I'm cocky arrogant an asshole yeah. but then you meet me as a person and you see I'm not that at all like I, I get why I come across that because nowadays it's like if you're not a part of a circle jerk or a clique <laughs> that's what they label you right away Yeah. and fuck that I, I'd rather not be that I'd rather hold my own and be my own person and it's like when you surround yourself by shit you become shit so it's like you gotta you gotta be wise. Like I could work every fucking promotion every weekend, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday if I wanted to, but no, that's no, I'm gonna pick and choose because I care for my body for one. And I'm I'm not stuck in my own dick, so I'm not gonna risk getting hurt off of somebody because oh, it's a booking, so let me go over here. Like yeah. nah, I'd rather I'd rather choose wisely who I work for. Not saying that I work for the best promotion, not saying that I'm I'm too good for certain places like I'm not too good for anywhere let's get that off like I don't think I'm better than anybody I don't think I'm I'm more than anybody or any place like but I'm not gonna go in there with somebody that's not trained or I've never seen give an effort to train and risk getting hurt see I've done that before and I've gotten hurt I've had my nose broke I've had my leg blown out I've had my arm broken I've broken every finger of mine because Mm. At times, my negligence, but others' negligence for the most part. Yeah. So I've learned that. Like, fuck that. I'm not taking that chance no more. Yeah, um, I always, I always like, trying to pick shows to go to. And I look at what promoters are out there that's good. And they do take care of their um, wrestlers. And I was trying to say ploys because I'm, like, in my head, ploys. But, like, I look at it and go, okay. Like, I went to pro wrestling after dark because um, Chad memes is a good um, promoter. I see how he does with the boys. Big shout out to Chad, and that's not even me kissing his ass. It's funny, I I fuck with Chad all the time because... Oh, I know you do. Chad and I, we we speak pretty often. Like, Chad's a good dude. Me and and Chad, good good people. We're good friends, whatever, whatever. But, like, I laugh because I know the hidden agenda in wrestling. People kiss his ass because of who he is. But I I fuck with him all the time. Like, (laughs) hey, Chad... You're my best friend. Can you book me? <laughs> like, he just laughs like, yeah, you're an asshole. Because it's, it's my way of fucking with everybody else. Like, so they can see how stupid I sound and how stupid you sound at this point. Like, you're trying to be the guy's friend for a booking. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> well, promise good catering. 
<laughs> Promise good catering. <laughs> no, because like I look at, I see, and plus you see how um how they promote their shows too. If they're not like, I'm gonna say one ECWA. I see the wrestlers promoting that in Delaware, but I don't see the promoter promoting it. And I'm like, do I need to go see this? And I feel bad because I like certain wrestlers like Violence and Mike Law and. I can name people all day long, Joey, Ace, and all that. Uh, Mike Law. Mike Law is one of my best friends. Big shout out to Mike Law. Right yeah, we did an interview with him, too. I'll send that one to you one day. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, definitely, of course. Please send that to me. Well, I think that guy, fucking, Mike Law is one of the most genuine brothers you will ever meet in this business. Oh, like, dude. He's one of those that, like, since I met him, like, I love the guy right off the bat, like, Big shout out to him. That's my brother right there. And I don't use that term loose <coughs> in this fucking business. <laughs> I do not use that term loose. Oh. Mike Law, that's my brother right there. I love that guy. Yeah, no, Dave, I think the thing you were talking about as far as like with the, you know, ECWA, for example, was that when when you have when you have promoters that think that the that the company could just get by on name alone since ECWA has been been around for so long that maybe they rely on that more instead of just realizing that, you know, you still have to keep promoting hard, so. Yeah, and, like, Super 8 was coming out. They had a great, um, great, like, wrestlers, all the um, second-generation wrestlers, third-generation, all in one match, and then you don't see promotion. You know what I mean? I'm like, this sucks. And I felt bad for every single one. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like if a promoter doesn't care, why should I care? Here's Here's a question. You know what I mean? Like, um, okay. we were we were talking about this. I think the last couple of interviews about uh about how right now like wrestling seems to be in a really good spot as far as like just there seems like as far as on the business side or even on like you know the side of people watching that there's just so much of it out there that there's a little bit for everybody. But do you think maybe? there might possibly be too much where there could be like really good talent out there that just gets over. They, they don't get seen because maybe, you know, somebody already has enough of their fix. Yeah. It's, it's a double ended sword. Cause it's like, it's, it's like anything else. If you get too much of it, why do you care for it? Yeah. Like it's like, I, I like, I, uh, um, Alright, Emmett Smith, that's my favorite fucking athlete of all time. That was the kid I fucking praised Emmett Smith. I love Emmett Smith. If Emmett Smith every single day was in my face, and every, like, anybody can go up to Emmett Smith and he just handed away autographs or handed away 8 by 10 eventually I'm gonna stop caring for him. And even if I don't care for him, people are gonna stop caring for him. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense, it's like, uh, like, I'll, I'll use more of, like, today's times, like, uh, it's, it's probably, I don't know if these guys are fucking into that shit, but I'm just going to use that as an example. But Kim Kardashian, I'm not saying that I'm into Kim Kardashian. Let the record fucking show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not into Kim Kardashian. I'll just use them as an example. But, yeah. like, paparazzi take pictures of Kim Kardashian, and it doesn't mean shit no more because there's so many pictures of Kim Kardashian. But now you have a girl like Sia who, when... They, they fucking, she was um, um, tanning topless in her backyard and she caught a paparazzi or somebody taking a picture of it, her topless. So now you barely could get pictures of Sia showing her face. Not only do you have a picture of her showing her face, you have a picture of her topless. 
and the person was shopping it around. So what did she do? She posted her own selfie, topless, with showing her face. Now there's no value to that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like when when rest, like like when wrestling was exclusive, people cared more about it. Now anybody can do it. Why do I care for it? I don't have to be a fan. Not once again, but I love wrestling. So that's what I'm saying. It's a double-ended sword because it's like anybody can do it now. But at the same time, it's like, how can you be different? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, for me, it's, it's, it's like being in the business is so different because I love it so much. But it kind of sucks for me because I'm six. I'm, I'm shoot six one fucking 210 pounds. Like, that's shoot my, 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 my uh, size or whatever. I've been told so many times I'm too big. Too like, big. how stupid is fucking that? Like, oh, you can't do this because you're too big. You can't do that because you're too big. Yeah. Like, what? I'm only 6'1". This is fucking wrestling. I'm 210 pounds. How the fuck am I too big? Yeah. It, you know what I mean? It's, it's such a time difference. And, like, I, I just, like, it's, it's, it's more like once it, that it comes down to the circle jerk. Like, it's not what you can do. It's how much ass you can get. I can honestly, I feel like I'm fucking, nobody trains harder than me. Nobody busts their ass harder than me. I'm in the gym every single fucking day. I'm in a training facility at least three times, at least three times a week. I care more about training than I care about fucking booking. Yeah. And I don't have opportunity knocking on my doors. Why? Because I don't care to kiss that ass. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a double-ended door for me. That's my feel on it. I'm the same way. I don't kiss, I don't kiss ass. Yeah, you know I mean, like my last job I worked, I didn't kiss ass. You know what I mean? So I was like, I don't care what people thought. I was like, I'm from I'm from Pennsylvania. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Let my, let let my work talk for me. Oh yeah. So I'm looking up um your page and all, and you were in a tag team called the Canucks or Canadian Canucks with J T oh, Highlander. The the Canucks with JT Highlander. Yeah, yep. big shout out to JT. How how did the, how did it become like the Canadian Canucks? Since you're from New York. <laughs> That's a thousand dollar question. <laughs> <laughs> now, what happened was, um, um, I used to, I was like when I first came back, like I, I'm stage right up to this day. If you know me personally, anybody would tell you like. Before my match, I was fucking like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Why am I going to go out there? I'm stage right as hell. Okay. So um, when I when I came back or whatever, I, I was doing like a, a under a hood gimmick called Dr. Uggs. Yeah, D-R-U-G-G-S. Yeah, it spells out drugs. <laughs> it was like a skip though or whatever. Yeah. And it was my excuse to cover my face and wear a hood. And what ended up happening was I, I worked for this promotion, NWS. And um, uh, uh, the owner, Johnny Dapper, uh, he, he was like, it's a family show. I can't call you drugs. I'm like, fuck. He's like, well, um, what's your name? So I was like, I'm fucking Chris. He's like, Chris what? Now, growing up, people used to call me Banks. So I was like, Chris Banks. And fucking, he was like, right. And me being sarcastic, I was like, being an asshole, I was like, oh, it's South Canadian. <laughs> like, complete fucking joke. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And he fucking announced me from Canada. I was like, oh, oh, wow, okay. And then um, I end up, it would end up 
working out because then I started getting bookings in Canada. Okay. So I was like, oh, that worked out in my favor. And then I was doing a show in Jersey. Uh, I don't know if you know Dirtbag Dan. Yeah. So um, Dirtbag Dan fucking, it was me, Dirtbag Dan, and his boy. His boy was JT Highlander. We all lived right by each other. I didn't know JT at the time. So, like, we were on the same card, and he didn't know I did the Canadian gimmick. I didn't know that he did the Canadian gimmick. So, we ended up being on the same show doing a Canadian gimmick. So, the promoters threw us together, like, yo, you scared doing a tag team? We were like, nah, fuck it, let's do it. And we just had good chemistry right off the bat. Like, we just bonded. Okay. And we just ran with it. And that's how that's how that team happened. And he, he's legit Canadian. And, like, um, yeah, and that's how it ended up happening. And, like, we have the catchphrase, Canuck it up. Like, if you look at my pictures, under my left arm, I have a CIU. Okay. If you look at pictures of JT Highlander, under his left arm, he has the same exact tattoo with a CIU. <laughs> and what ended up happening there was, um, I, I was cutting a promo, and, like, I almost said fuck. And, like, he knew that I was about to say it. And, like, he, he grabbed the mic out my hand, and he was like, I was going to say, let's fuck it up. And he grabbed the mic out my hand, and he was like, let's Canuck it up. And I was like, oh, shit. And that just ended up becoming our thing to say. <laughs> okay. Well, that's yeah, awesome. I was, like, trying to figure that one out. I'm, like, looking at it, I'm like, I want to know where it comes from. Did you say A a lot when you did promos? No, no, I, I tried not to be there. Like, the, uh, the ironic thing, though, like, I tried not to speak like the stereotype Canadian. Okay. I actually, I, I tried to speak like an actual Canadian. So I started speaking a lot like this, and it was kind of weird. Like, everything was a hoser or a die. Not too much of an A, unless I had to say A. Like, I started, like, that's how I was speaking, more like an actual native. Like, okay. I started studying, I, I stopped studying the stereotypical Canadians. I started watching, like, Canadian films, Canadian movies, Canadian TV shows, Canadian rap. Yeah. And shit like that, just to pick up their slang and dialect. That's and that's how I started Canadian. speaking, more like that. <laughs> Yeah, when I get, I really fell into that character. <laughs> if I if I see you in any cards in in my side of the town, I'm gonna to bring some Canadian bacon to you. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian bacon. You know what they call Canadian bacon in Canada? What's that? Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just you... for the record, I'm not actually Canadian. I'm I'm, I'm Puerto Rican and Italian. Just for the record. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, you were in a stable called Five Guys. Who were the five guys? Uh, I'm really uh, the, originally, I, I, I don't know if you guys know the history, how that started. That was a fucking rip on Rob Fury. Okay. Like, that that was all a rip on Rob Fury. Okay. Um, I, big shout out to Rob Fury. Everybody says he and I have heat, but it's funny because, like, Chris Ace, which is my real name, mm -hmm. and Rob Benedetto, which is his real name, known each other for so long and we're cool with each other but Chris Banks and Rob Sherry don't get along I'll happily say that like a personal relationship we're good when it comes to wrestling we don't see eye to eye so we we know how to separate the two so, I got you um, whatever so what ended up happening was uh, we were working at SWS and like he just he didn't care who he was bringing in it was one of those like you want me to wrestle untrained guys it's not happening he was like no not happening no and um one show it was supposed to be me versus me versus somebody called me versus a guy called Scotty Free. Okay. And Dirtbag Dan had gotten to the show and he called me. He's like, 
BK if it's a three-way with me, you, and Scotty Priest? And I'm like, nah, I don't give a fuck. If, if they say, yeah, let's do it. So that's how it originally was supposed to happen. So then um, um, when I got to the show, I saw Jeffrey Bravo there. And the week prior, there, there was another promotion. I forgot what, what it was called. It was somewhere in New Jersey. They had put me and Jeffrey Bravo together in the tag team. Mm-hmm. And we meshed well. We had good chemistry. So when I saw Jeffrey Bravo there, I was like, yo, what are you doing tonight? He's like, nah, I got out of work early, so I passed by. So I was like, oh, instead of a three-way, do you want to do a tag match? Me and you versus very back then and Scotty Free. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. So fucking, um, so we were standing there calling a match, and Tommy the Moose, that's my best friend since I was a fucking kid. Mm. Um, but Tommy the Moose was supposed to work uh, Sunny Kiss. Yeah. And something had happened to where Sunny Kiss couldn't make it. Like, Sunny Kiss had given us a call. I don't know he was running late. He wasn't going to be able to make it. Yeah. So fucking um, Tommy Moose comes up to us. He's like, yo, I have nothing to do tonight. He's like, fuck it. I want to do something in your match. So now it was us five, but it was like, how are we going to make it work? Though? Like, it looks stupid. We can't do a handicap match. And, like, we're not going to do a five-way tag. So then uh, Preston Montgomery was there. Jim, Preston Montgomery. It was supposed to be his last show. And so we, we looked at Jim and we were like, yo, dude, we need a six-man in this match. You're wrestling tonight. <laughs> he was like, I'm not a fucking wrestler. We're like, well, you are tonight. So fucking, like, <laughs> we, we, like, spoke out this whole match and, like, Scotty Priest wasn't paying no attention to us while we were all talking. So fucking, um, 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 as we're talking, uh, if you know Dirtbag Dan, all the guy eats is french fries and, and bacon. That's all the fuck he eats. French fries and bacon. French fries and bacon. So something which said like about French fries, and Scott Scotty Pete wasn't paying attention. So I'm like, we're gonna turn on him, and fucking, so we're like, yeah, let's roll together. And then I think it was Dan. It, it could have been Dan or I. Somebody said, there's five of us. We're gonna be called five guys. No, that year it was dirtbag. Dan said, it's five of us. We're gonna be five guys. So we were like, all right, fuck it. So then um, Scotty Priest was like, what are we doing? And we were like, we're turning on you since you didn't pay attention to us. And he was like, what? So like, that's what we legit did. We weren't out there. We didn't know who whose music was playing because uh, Vinny Chenzo was there, but he wasn't a part of the group yet. Yeah. So um, like somebody's music was playing and we already planned everything. And like Rob walked over to us. He's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, nothing, just enjoy the show. And he's like, what the fuck? It's my show. And as he was running his mouth, the music was playing, and we were like, what are you going to do, stop us? And like, we all walked out at the same time. And so, so you did something like the click. Yeah, it was all the shoot. It yeah. was all on the fly. And, and like while we were standing there, I'm like, yo, I was like, throw up the number five and fucking just point at it. And we all just stood there and threw up a five and pointed at it, and it, the rest was fucking history. We didn't think it was going to take off. Like It was supposed to be a one-night rip. <laughs> and we end up having a show based after us. It was just we end up getting to be the like call. bookings in Maryland, <laughs> um, North Carolina, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey. Yeah. All from a rip. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> so you had a manager named Foxy Foxy? Foxy Foxy, yes. That's, uh, that was uh, Damien Dragon's wife. Okay. She was actually the split up of the Canucks, though. Like, she wasn't really my manager. Like, she yeah. was more of JT's Highlander's manager. Okay. Like, she managed me one time. We had our split, and then she stood up with JT. So it's like Elizabeth and Macho Man and Hulk Hogan kind of storyline. It's like, oh, time to Kinda. go. Kind of. 
kind of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was like, I was, I was, that's when me and JT started going our own routes and started getting more into the singles. Like, in real life, we left, went like two different directions. Like, I wanted to take it more serious. He was more, he was comfortable where he was and like, not me. Yeah. So it was like, at that point, like, respectfully, like, do your thing, I'll do my thing. It wasn't really a fallout. It was just like, sometimes you just gotta, if you're not eye to eye with the person, like, there's a difference between being an indie wrestler and being a professional wrestler. I don't want to be an indie wrestler. I want to be a professional wrestler. Okay, who has the hardest chop in... You have... Uh, who has the hardest chop that you have taken? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I like to go toe-to-toe with Mr. Ping. I don't know if you're too familiar with him. Uh, Pennsylvania guy, Mr. Ping. Okay. Okay, me and him every time like we try we, we try to draw blood out of each other. Okay, okay. <laughs> Back in the day there was a guy, Chris Cartagena. He was the fucking worst. Oh my god, I used to fucking hate taking chops from him. Like I would tag in JT to take stop. Like what? if I saw Chris come in, I would tag JT and then let him fucking take those chops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, buddy, <laughs> it's your turn. Show me how to throw chop. The 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 crazy <laughs> chop I seen live was Dan Map. Chopping Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, how'd that go? Oh, uh, um, <laughs> much of it fucking he, he, he chopped the shit out of him. He literally. Um. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he had to change um tights. That's what happened. Oh, that is fucking funny. So, uh, yeah. uh, well, a few weeks ago, as a matter of fact, I chopped the guy. In in Queens, New York, Alpha Alpha Championship Wrestling. Big shout out to that roster. We were in a rumble, and I chopped this guy so hard that he instantly started bleeding on his chest. Oh! And when I went for the checking, when I went for a second chop, he tried to close it up. Oh my god! I got so mad, so I opened his arms and I told Finn Steele to chop him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so who who are the ones that you work with that that are like, you better dish it out? Like they're they're willing to take take the hard shots. I've never really experienced that because, like, I'm usually the guy telling people that, like, yo, hit me hard. If you don't hit me, I'm not going to sell it. <laughs> gotcha. So, like, they expect, they already expect, like, realistically, like, people know what to work. Why not fucking help them suspend their beliefs, you know what I mean? Because to me, it's shitty. Like, like that, I, I, I like realism. If oh, it yeah. looks like shit, why am I going to sell it? Like, I'm not a fan of, like, I mean, to each their own, everybody has different flavors of ice cream, whatever. But, like, like, I never understood the, 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 like, the spot where you hold the guy's arms and let the, the fucking, the crowd or a fan chop him. Like, that's stupid. Because if a fan chops me, I was like, you hit like shit. Is that really supposed to hurt me? Because now you're giving, it, you're giving it away. You know what I mean? You never have a magician say, hey, hold this rabbit for me underneath this hole in the top of the hat. And when I put my hand through this hat, pass me the rabbit. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't happen. So why are you going to give away the magic? I think there was this one interview with uh, William Regal where he was talking about like the whole the whole art of being able to just hit like you can hit people hard and make it look good and you know, like and not actually say injure the person. Yeah. So, so exactly, there's an art to it. If yeah. you can't work state, you shouldn't be working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say a gentleman's name, like, just a few weeks ago. I, it, it, it was kind of unprofessional of me, but it's not my fault. Like, 
I, 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 again, I'm breaking kayfabe. I look like I laid them shit in. Like, I've had people say, like, yo, hit me. And then I throw and they're like, oh, shit, wow, I thought you really snuck. Because I, I, I know how to pull that. Yeah. I, 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 um, I have martial arts background, different fighting background. So, like, I know how to control my body, pretty much. Yeah. So, whatever. So, like, this dude, like, he legit, like, fucking, he shoot punched me in my face. Boom. So, my natural reaction was I fucking hit him back. The problem was they were in the middle of the match, and the guy fucking, he knocked out while he was standing. So, I was like, fuck. So, like, I held him up, and, like, I'm holding him so he don't fall. And, like, I'm talking shit to the crowd, but at the same time, I'm trying to wake this dude up. So, like, finally, when he got, like, he, he opened his eyes and, like, realized where he was, I'm like, yo, you're okay? So, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, loosen the fuck up. I told him loosen the fuck up. He pulled back. Again, he fucking punched me hard as hell. So, my reaction, I just hit him again. This time, he dropped. I didn't care. And then, fucking, I got on, and I was like, yo, dude, if you hit me like that again, I'm really going to fuck you up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. After that, he started hitting me so soft. And I was like, no, fucking hit me, dude. But it's like, once again, it comes down to training. If you if you don't train, how do you know? Yeah. And that's what mostly... That's mostly um, people that come on to the show talk about about training. You know what I mean? Um, you have to go to the right trainer and get trained right. Because I think it was Sean Carr said um, he learned the basic by somebody, but one of, one of the guys brought him on the road and taught him the game. And... But it's also very, it, like, there, there was a couple of people talking about how some people just want to get into, like, the, the high spots and do everything. But it's like, you really need to have the fundamentals down because if you don't have that, then how do you expect to do anything else? And then a lot of people always says less is more. And it's all about working the match. And Well, that's just a different style of wrestling. I mean, yeah. like, but, the, I, I mean... Depending on who you talk to, everybody's got a different opinion about that. What's your opinion about that? Yeah, it's like, it's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, like, uh, if you can't do a basic, why do you care about all the other hot shit? Yeah. If you, you know what I'm saying? Like, take a basic move and make it your own. Correct. Like, nothing I personally do is fancy. But it, it, it quote-unquote looks cool because of how I do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not what you do, it's how you do. Like, if you can't fucking, if, if you can't lock up with me right, I don't care if you can do a 450. If you don't know with the hammer lock, I don't care if you can hit me with a nice Herbert Karana. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, here's, here's an example. Like, there, there should be a build-up too while you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everything should tell, like, you should tell a story. Like, all right, when I go into a match, like, granted, we know whatever, whatever, but, like, I don't care about that. I ask, what's the story to this match? What's the purpose? Because now we know, if I know the story or the purpose, then I know what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck, oh, I'm a good guy, he's a bad guy. Anybody could be a good guy, bad guy, but what's the story you're trying to tell? Why is this match happening? What 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 is the what are you putting over by having this match? Why is this match on your card? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, like I right, boom. Like I even tell people too. Like if you're smacking your thighs all the fucking time, all the time, you fucking kick, smack, punch, smack, kick, smack, punch, smack. 
after a while, that noise doesn't mean shit. Yeah. But, like, if I punch you twice, punch you twice, ah, then I throw a spinning kick and I just hide that smack, that noise is going to be a, oh, shit. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's an art. People don't get that. Uh, like, I, I was at a show. I, I helped commentate with somebody else. And um, there was a move that it was like a Samoan drop turned into a fisherman suplex. And I thought it was awesome. You know what I mean? I didn't know how he did it. It was just amazing how everything came together. Probably transition. I can kind of envision probably switched over, transition. Yeah. That sounds pretty dope. I think I just stole somebody's move. I like transitions. Yeah, it was. It was. I was like, "Holy crap, what is that?" (laughs) But it was like, it was perfect. I was like, "Holy crap, that was awesome!" But and like, then same time, there's like some guys who don't know their sizes. Like, and you got little guys, like guys that are five seven, one hundred and twenty pounds, don't know what the inside of a gym looks like. Trying to tell me, like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, no. They're like, why not? I'm like, because that makes no sense. Why doesn't it make sense? Well, first off, my left arm is bigger than your fucking body. <laughs> That's why that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Second off, like, why? Like, what, how are you hitting me with a hurricane in an opening? I should be just not moving from that. Like, especially if there's an obvious height or size difference. Like, yeah. there's ways to do it. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a way to do it. Not saying, like, oh, you shouldn't do it, but there's a way to do it. If you're just doing it, nothing else means anything. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got a question. Uh, do you have any pet peeves in the business? Super kicks. Super kicks? <laughs> double down. <laughs> <laughs> Every match doesn't need a fucking super kick. Every match doesn't need a double down. Yeah. Fuck the young bucks. <laughs> Fuck the young bucks. <laughs> no, I, I, actually, no, no, I, I, but, no, but that's just, but that's their thing. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, if, if you know you're on a show with the young bucks, you know that's their thing. So don't do that. Yeah. Respect it, protect it. You know what I mean? And like, there's no reason why. If that's my finisher, you shouldn't be kicking out of it. There's a reason why it's called the finisher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think? Like, do you here's... think um, finishers are not worth um, anymore? Because like every wrestler. Puts their hits their finisher, and then the match never ends. Why does everybody have a the kick crush? out? No, why does everybody have a crush for the Canadian Destroyer these days? Yeah, the Canadian Destroyer. And, 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 and it's a mid-match oh, move. A move that should end, end, end people's careers. It's just a mid-match move. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the... I was going to say that move, but I chose not to. I hate moves that you know are supposed to be like it, but that's another move I don't get. Like, every... every the, the Canadian Destroyer became the new super kick. Yeah. I, like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, in, in real life, like, first off, how would that even work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I if think, I'm in a real fight, and I, somebody goes through that to me, I'm giving them a fucking Oklahoma slam. I think Teddy, <laughs> Teddy and Davey did a good, the, um, the tag team move, the Canadian Destroyer. That's dope, though. That's their finish. That's dope and how they do it. It's from the tower. Yeah. So that makes sense because the guy's going to fall back. Yeah. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, and not saying that somebody would do that in a real fight, but, like, let's say somebody getting jumped that one dude picks up another dude and another dude does that in a real fight. That, that's really going to fucking happen to the guy because the momentum's going to pull him like that. Oh, yeah. Because the other guy's but doing all the just, work. 
if I'm in a real fight with somebody and I punch them in the stomach and run at them, they're probably not going to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, well, uh, I don't knock it because, like, just because it's not my flavor of quote-unquote ice cream, it might be somebody else's. But yeah. I just like realism. That's not my thing. Okay. Like, I like realism. I like Regal. I like Fitz Finley. I like Dean Malenko. I like old school Lionheart Jericho. I like shit with realism. Yeah. Shit that makes you stay like, oh man, these motherfuckers are shooting on each other. <laughs> here's uh, here's a question. It actually, has, did uh, did you catch uh, SmackDown on Friday? No, I did not. I was actually out in the bow. Yeah, like everybody, like the the big topic about that is how. Uh, Kofi lost the world title in like eight seconds or whatever. But um, somebody else, I think it was Lance Storm on Twitter was mentioning this. He was saying that like everybody kept kept crying about like wanting a more sports atmosphere. And in real sports or like in, in fights, fights can end that fast. Yep, especially when you have a shoot fighter. Yeah. Like I, 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 I can... To me, that makes sense. Like, you're jumping at a guy that size. What, what do you want him to do? What, what was your idea, too? Like, I did see it, that match. I, I liked it. I thought it was a good story. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I thought, all right. Like, I get why people are mad. I kind of get, like, you build up this guy for so long and to have it taken away like that. But it's fucking Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like, I'm a big Lesnar fan. Yeah. Because to me, it's like, that's the motherfucker. Yeah, you like, I, I hate, not excuse me, hate a harsh word. It drives me nuts when I look at a flyer. I shouldn't be able to look at a flyer and say to myself, I can kick this guy's ass, I can kick this guy's ass, I can definitely <laughs> kick this guy's ass, I can kick this guy's ass. Why am I going to pay to watch that? Yeah. I see a fucking Brock Lesnar or somebody like that on the phone. I'm like, oh, shit, this motherfucker might give me a good fight. Oh, wow, he looks fucking bigger than life. Wow, he stands out to me. That's going to attract me. Right, fucking, I would pay fucking $20 to see Brock Lesnar, even if it's just a handshake. Fan or not a fan, because that's a real fucking beast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Got the credentials to back it up. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any outside wrestling, outside of wrestling, do you have any um, hobbies besides wrestling? Excuse, Excuse me? Do you have any hobbies outside of wrestling, besides um, wrestling? I eat, sleep, I eat, shit, sleep, wrestling. Really, you don't? Like you, my life consists of gym and wrestling. Okay, okay. You don't like, like go that, to the movies. Or? My free time, I train in the ring. When I'm not training, I'm fucking wrestling. Okay. When I'm not okay. Wrestling, I'm in the gym. Like when I, my, my, I like to. Uh, this is this is where the nerd in me comes in. I like to um to do nerdy shit in the sense of like I I grew up in the city. Yeah. I was a I was a city kid all my life, and once I got introduced to the countryside, I fell in love with that. Yeah. So every chance I do get, I like to like go through, walk through the woods, chill by a waterfall, meditate, shit like that. That's what I like to do. Like that's kind of my hobby. Like. I'm not into video games. I'm not into none of that stuff. Which I don't know. I can eat that long. That's just not me. I don't really watch much TV. I like music. That's about it. I don't drink. I'm, I don't smoke. Pretty fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I, I, I don't I don't smoke. You don't drink. You don't smoke. Do you drink Pepsi? 
No, fuck no. Pepsi's horrible for you. I do, I do occasionally drink Coke, and my girl can hate that. But you see, <laughs> this guy is more straight edge than CM Punk. Why are you drinking caffeine? You're more straight edge than CM Punk. I like I like sneak to eat junk food. What kind of shit is that? Why do I gotta sneak to eat junk food? <laughs> Okay, my next. I know, I know you don't want. Um, I know you don't watch TV like that. But is there is there a movie out there that, if it's on TV, you'll sit there and watch it and not turn it off? Batman. Batman. Which one? Anything with Batman. I love fucking Batman. Anything okay. with Batman. Like my kick is Gotham. I fucking love Gotham. Oh, that that was a good show. Simple to the point. Yeah, I fucking yeah, love answer. that show. Yeah. I am a bit... Oh, and like fucking, um... What's... what's oh, fuck. Oh, what's the... Hold on. I'm trying to remember. What's... Oh, what's that show that, um... um that, that... What's that... 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 That horror show. Yeah, American Horror American Story. Horror American Horror Show, yeah. Yeah, that... that this season, that 1984. Okay. Oh... So far, that's exciting. That's, that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> so far, so far... It got like that Friday the Thirteenth feel to me. Okay, okay. So, so you're, yeah, so that made me want to watch it. Are you a Friday the Thirteenth fan? Yeah, when I was a kid, like anything with horror, I, I love horror, like old school horror movies. I love. So, are you like, psyched uh, for this month? Excuse me. Are you psyched for this month? It's all Halloween uh, time. I, I always love fall. I love fall. I love Halloween. Okay. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I can't tomorrow. I'm going to watch the new Joker movie to cadet. Come, um, came out. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. I wasn't uh, a fan, I, I but I hope you enjoy it. Oh, you seen it already? I seen it already. I saw it Friday in the morning at 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock whenever it opened up. And I watched it. Maybe I have to check it out again, but I didn't like it. But Nah, it, it, was, it was all hype. I thought it was. I There were some cool things of the movie, but I was not a fan. But... I could dig it. I could dig it. But real talk too, it's like nowadays people just ride a wave. Like it's just like one person said like, oh, it's a great movie. And now all of a sudden everybody thinks like, oh, it's a great movie. Then you watch it. Like what the fuck was all on heist? I've had that happen a lot. See, that's me. I I, I grew up on Jack Nicholson and as Joker and <clears throat> and he's like, um, he's, I mean, Ledger. Brought it up more, you know what Pete I mean? So Slater. I don't just go. I got Slater. kids. I got kids now. Heath Ledger, and um, and then you looking at um, looking at the Joker and listen to Mark Hamill do the voice, and I'm just, I see a different Joker, and I wasn't a fan. DB, DB. Yeah, you are. Like you, you are the one, the the point one percent out of those germs that get, you know, washed out. <laughs> oh, oh, he's gone. <laughs> Hold on, let's call him back. Here, call him back. What happened? He wanted to take a break. His phone died. I hope it didn't. Let's call him back. Okay. Oh, God, but I want to watch Baron Corbin. <laughs> okay. The party you are trying to reach is unavailable. Please leave a message and someone uh, will return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. You ran out of minutes. Let's try this again.
Oh, I think his phone died. Oh, that sucks. trying to reach is okay. unavailable. Please leave um, a message and someone will return your call. That was a possible. fun interview. No, no, no. Oh, wait. Wait. Here we go. Chris. You sure you don't? Yes. You hear me? Wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. Yes. Hold on a minute. I'm just checking this. Yeah, it's still recording. Okay. I, I was like, after I said Joker and it was like hung up and I'm like, oh. This was like an all episode of um we had we had um Christine Marie on and she went under a tunnel and we lost connection. And we're like, Oh, we uh, asked a question and she hung up. <laughs> so that was like fuck the joker. <laughs> <laughs> but I I, 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 I what happened just like faded away. But there was yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Was, um, yeah, 'cause you had, I, I heard what you said about like Heath the Heath Ledger and like uh, the other Joker. Yeah. And like once again, it comes down to. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Hello? Can you hear us? I cut off again. I was like, fuck. Everything got quiet because Baron Corbin's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. Hold on, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away to me. I still haven't watched it. Yeah, he hasn't watched it. Oh, ac- actually, <laughs> actually, you know what? That, that, that is a question. Everybody's always got an opinion about. Uh, Baron Corbin, like his his work as a heel. What's your opinion on that? I love it. You're not supposed to like the heel. Everybody hates him. Yeah. That's fucking great. He's doing his job. Yeah. Nobody likes him. Good. He's a heel. Yeah. You're not supposed to like him. That's his fucking job. If you like him, he's not doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> People are so entitled nowadays. That's the fucking problem. Everybody's entitled. I want, I want this guy that is the bad guy to win because I like him. No, stupid. That's the problem. He's a fucking bad guy. You're not supposed to like him. I wasn't called you stupid. I was just generally speaking. <laughs> but it's like, like, I don't get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I am, I, 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 I do. I, I personally like him. I, I think he's doing his job, right? I think so, too. Um, I think this whole king part pushed him up a little bit more. And so so if everybody wanted to stick it to Vince McMahon, they could go, man, I love Baron Corbin. He's awesome. And then he won't... That's what happened to Jinder. Yeah, then he's not doing it. <laughs> then all of a sudden he's going to be like, damn it, this is not good shit. <laughs> um, have you... Okay, have you ever taken anything from your character from books, TV shows, movies, or music? Um... I, I, um, one thing I used to do, like, I, I sometimes I still do it, like, when I catch somebody with something, like, before I hit a move, like, let's say I reverse something, I stall them for a second, like, I hit them with something, and they stall, be like, ha, got him, and then I go into <laughs> some shit, like, that's about it. Got him. because <laughs> it's something that people could catch up on, yeah. Yeah, got him, remember I that, dude. Yeah. I try to be pretty original with mine. Oh, like, I try to, like, ride the wave, like, sometimes, like, right now, like, uh, uh, this is, this is a little giveaway. To the listeners listening in the future when you see me um right now with the whole Takashi 69 he's telling on everybody so like uh my hair is pretty much colorful and yeah. like it, it works out because like when i'm a heel if the guy does something i can be like hey Russ, if you don't fix that i'm gonna tell on you <laughs> i could be a snitch <laughs> <laughs> okay um art, art imitating life <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I got a question for you. Um, I know, like, um, a lot of, um, I know you don't play video games because you said you don't play video games. Have any fans come up to you and tell you that um, they made you in the WWE 2K19 and showed you a picture of, of you? Yeah, that, that's pretty cool when they do that. Like, yeah, well, I, I appreciate the fuck out of that because, like, I look at it like you took out time of your day to think of me. Like, I appreciate that shit. One thing about me, man, like, I don't post about it on Facebook and, like, I don't really put it in the public eye because, to me, that's corny. And, like, I, I, I speak about it, like, here and there on podcasts. And, like, I'm a big person on giving back. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like I said, when I, if, when people post about this is what I did today, this is what I did today, to me, that's corny because, like, you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. I do some things out of the generosity of my heart. Yeah. Like, I like to, like, I like to give back. Like, I, I volunteer for Special Olympic events and shit like that. Like, there's a few fans who, like, I became personal friends with who, like, have, like, mental, mental, uh, they're mentally challenged or whatever. Yeah. And, like, they'll tell me about, like, oh, Chris, like, I got this coming up, Special Olympics event, or this coming up, blah, blah, blah. And I go out my way to go there. And I show them that love because it's like, dude, you show me love, man. You you spend your money to come see me. Why can't I do that back? You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, that's what I do. That's that's not good bad, but I don't post about it because to me that's corny to post about that shit because then it's not gener- genuinely from the heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That's a, that's awesome that's because my brother like, my brother was born with spina bifida, so people like you uh, going no, out there doing stuff like that for special challenge, whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's like, awesome. Was, and, um, I'm, from, I'm from New York. I, I don't know about that. Like, I lived in Staten Island for a while and like, in Staten Island, there's a they have a, a hospital with mentally challenged like it's a, it's a home for them. Yeah. And like my my little brother, he, uh, he works there and shit. And like they love wrestling. So like every event I get, like not every event, excuse me, every chance I get, like I hit up my little brother, like yo, they got anything going on tonight? Like if it's like a pay per view or a Monday Night Raw or something. And like a lot of them know who I am because they've been to shows or like they watch me online and stuff like that. So, like, if, if they got nothing going on, they're just going to watch wrestling or some shit. I, I usually come to them and I just hang out there. Just oh, that's awesome. Bug out with them, talk shit with them, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they, they're fucking people too, man. And like I said, like, yo, they go out their way to show me love. Why oh, yeah. And I do that back. You feel me? See, I'm a, I'm a big fan of pranks. So, oh, I love I love hearing stories about rips. I know you said one earlier. But um, do you have any... Um, Ribs that you would like to talk about, like that you pulled, or <laughs> I'm a big ribber. <laughs> I love ribbing. Oh, dude, I, I, I love, I, I love I it too. Ribs, though, like, <laughs> like, uh, are, are you familiar with Frankie Love? Frankie Love, no. Uh, he, he's a weird fucking peasant. <laughs> Frankie <laughs> Love, like. Good guy, but like he he's been around wrestling for a long time. Okay. And like he like he was like uh you know who Vladimir is, like the guy who used to always go to WF events and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah, was, yeah. Like, I haven't seen him like, in a long time. With him and like he was one of those guys. He used to roll with them back in the days. Okay. And like uh, he actually grew up with like he's known Tom, he knows Tommy Jr. personal friends since he was young, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So like, he's just like a nuisance though. He's a fucking annoying guy, yeah, but I love the guy. So whatever, but when I first met him, I didn't like the guy. He was just annoying as fuck to me. Cause like he lied about being a wrestler, and like I, uh, Warriors of Wrestling did an event for this gentleman that passed away to raise money for his family. Yeah. 
So Frank Love had contacted the owner. I was like, oh, like, um, I was a good friend of this guy. Basically bullshitted his way. He told about he was training, and we found out he bullshitted his way onto the show. So, um, so fucking, like, that was already a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I kept telling someone, like, why the fuck are you going to do it? Like, sometimes Joey B has, like, Joey B gets a bad rep. That guy got a great fucking heart, dude. Yeah. I see why he gets a bad rep, but realistically, if you know him personally, Joey B has a great fucking heart. So, like, he put him on because he used, he, he played his heart part. Like, that was my friend that they killed, and you're doing the murder for him. I'm a trained wrestler. I want to be on it. Yeah. I looked this guy up. I kept telling Joe, like, yo, he's not fucking trained, dude. He's not a fucking trained guy. Like, he's not trained. Yeah. So, whatever. Long story short, Joe, we used him anyway. So, fucking, so, um, once that happened, like, we knew right off the back he's not trained because the guy didn't know nothing. So, um, he always stood around, though, and, like, I didn't really like the guy. I was always like, yo, get the fuck away from me. And before I used to have a lot shittier attitude. Like, I calmed down with age, but my attitude was horrible back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. And um, there was this other worker. I don't know if you heard of uh, Jason Karloff. Yeah, I heard he's of him. Like, he's, a, uh, he's, he's a shoot tough guy. That's one of my best friends as well. Like, I fuck you. I'm to this day. I speak to guy every day. He don't wrestle no more. But, like, he's a strong man. He does, like, strong man competitions now. But he's, he's, yeah. like, he's, he's legit. He's a legit tough guy. Like, not none of these fucking ghosts and goblins, dukes and ladders, whatever the fuck that is, people that are around now. Like, he's, he's, he's shoot, like, legit tough guy. Yeah. So, fucking, um, Carlo hated this guy. He hated Frankie Love. So, one day, Frankie Love asked me, like, um, how can he, like, uh, be, be friends with me? Which is a weird fucking question. Like, the fact that you know I don't like you and I tell you all the time, get away from me, why are you gonna inbox me? Like, hey, I want to be your friend. How can I be your friend? Yeah. <laughs> so that was a long story short. I ripped the fuck out of him. I told him that um, Jason Karloff, who is straight edge, I told him Jason Karloff collects cigars and Zippo lighters. I said, um, Zippo lighters is the fucking, um, that's his collection, whatever, whatever. Yeah. He has the only kind that he can't, he can't find everywhere he goes is a gay flag. The gay flag Zippo lighter. <laughs> so fucking, I was like, if you can get that, I was like, I'm more than sure that would get on his good side because that and the Confederate flag, Zippo lighters are the only two he can't find nowhere. <laughs> like, I just threw the Confederate flag out there just to make it sound more legit. So yeah. Fucking. So I forgot about this. So months passed. So we're at a show, and fucking my boy Bruiser walks in and he's laughing. I'm like, well, hey, he rolled up with Frankie Love. I'm like, what happened? He's like, yo, Frankie Love wants to talk to you. He's outside. I'm like, oh, what the fuck this guy wants? So I walk outside, and he's like, hey, look what I got. He opens up a bag, and there's a fucking gay flag, and a Zippo lighter gay flag. I mean, a fucking a gay Zippo lighter flag. A gay flag fucking on a Zippo lighter, and a Confederate <laughs> flag Zippo lighter. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm trying to have a straight face. I- at this point, I forgot that I told him this, because it was just me fucking with him. So fucking, I'm like, oh, I was like, yo, just go into the locker room. Like, if anybody stops you, just tell him I sent you. Like, he's right in the locker room. Go ahead, go. So he walks in all confident, and I grab um, this dude, Scotty Priest, that I was speaking about before, the five guy gimmick. I, I grab Scotty Priest. I'm like, yo, do me a favor. He's like, what? I'm like, follow him in the locker room and make sure Karloff doesn't kill him. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck did he do? I'm like, I'll explain it later. Bro, he fucking walks up to Karloff and fucking pulls it out. 
Paul Ruff looks at him and stands up and just smacks him. Boom. Like, not hit in the face. Like, he smacks his hand. He's like, what the fuck is that? And I'm peeking through the window. I mean, through the, through the door. So Carlos, like, he said something stupid to him. And then he walks out. And he walks right to me. He goes, yo. He was like, if I didn't see your head poking out, I would have fucking beat the shit out of that guy right now. I know you have something to do with this. <laughs> I just fucking lost it. I thought that shit was so fucking funny, uh. Oh, shit. Man, if I could... If I can find the, the message, because this is all through Facebook, like that me and Frankie had this conversation, I'll send it to you, and you can attach it to this. Okay. That's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, I was, I kissed my pants at it. <laughs> I almost got the poor guy killed. Like, thank God I followed up and stuck my head out, because he was going to beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> he gave a straight-edge guy a fucking Zippo lighter that, that doesn't do nothing with a confederate flag and a fucking gay flag like why fucking just thoughts of me like all of us thinking like what the fuck are you thinking that I would want this for yeah okay um oh man I have no more questions man yeah you do oh what we always ask this every time was um did you happen to have any, like, upcoming dates or any way that people can follow you on social media, if you have any social media accounts? Uh, you can follow me at, uh, I'm on Instagram, at Mr. No Limits Chris Banks, M-R-N-O, uh, I can't even spell right now, M-R-N-O Limits Chris Banks, and, uh, Snapchat, at Mr. No Limits CB, um, Facebook, Chris Banks, I have a like page, and a Chris Banks page without instagram oh, i already come on instagram twitter at five guys chris banks the number five guys chris banks my um facebook it's more like where i promote wrestling shit instagram i promote wrestling and um um wrestling and a lot of fitness shit and snapchat i i get more personal because it's only 24 hours so like you get to see more of my personal life with snapchat like, I actually, I actually allow people to come into my real world. <laughs> like, Snapchat, yeah, like, with Snapchat, I try to, like, show, like, everyday moves, everything that I do. It's okay. usually me trolling people. I love to troll people, so I fucking always fuck with somebody. Or I get fucked with all the time on my see, Snapchat. See, we see, need to hang out more often, because see, I love to troll. see, Dave, Dave would, yeah, he would love that. He's, he, he loves trolling. That's what he does best. I know. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, getting sure. ready to do the AOK to the young kids now. Like, hey, kids, oh, AOK. Man, yeah, it's 2019. People are so fucking sensitive. It's so easy to troll. <laughs> you, you, right now, you want to see how how, how mad I can get people? I, I don't even mean, mean this. And, and, and watch this. Anybody listening? 2020, vote for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just lost listeners. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> no, no, because because I think I, I think our, our our listener or viewership is about fifty fifty on that. So yeah, no, I mean I don't give a fuck about politics. I was yeah. just saying it as like a, just a. You know, it was just a, like, yeah. Just how, how sensitive people are. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's no, nah, it's just funny how uh how how diverse our conversation t- conversations can get at times. So <laughs> <laughs> so I always I yeah, always like, tell her so fucking weird. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. It's fucked oh. up. Like, like, fuck. I guarantee, I'm sure somebody's gonna hear this and be like, "Oh, Chris is a fucking asshole. Fuck him." <laughs> and you know what I'm gonna say? Ha! 
you listen, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, when Chad writes something, when Chad writes something on his page, I always put little memes up all the time and dumb gifts and whatever to try to get some laughs. <laughs> Oh, it was fucking funny. Uh, the other day, somebody like hit me up, like, "Oh, can you do a podcast?" I'm like, I was totally joking. Like, I was like, "Oh, uh, I can't do it direct. I'm too busy right now. You got to contact my agent, Chad Mines." Like, it was a complete fucking joke. Because he actually reached out to him, asked <laughs> if I can come on. I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Dude, I was joking." Like, it was a fucking joke. Like, no, I, 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 I don't. I'm not really fucking that assholeish. I would never do that. <laughs> Oh, that's like, funny. Once again, it comes down to people are so fucking sensitive. Like, See, like, what? See, now, now I'm gonna like go to chat. And it's like, yo, um, I have to come to you to get um, Chris onto our show. <laughs> <laughs> ask him. The only got to ask him if you can if he approves this before you air it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I got, have to, we got an agent too. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need I need his uh, approval. No, we got ourselves an agent. His name is Dave Keener. Yeah, we do have an agent named Dave Keener. Hold he, on, how much percentage you take? Chad, Chad takes ninety five percent of my coming, so if you take less than that, we have a deal. Uh, he just he just wants a hot dog. No, well, I, I would like to tell you this one story. Um, I always I I asked um Dave Keener, um his brother's Mike Keener. Um, he's a famous um referee in the East Coast. Um, but Dave Dave does refereeing too, and I was like, hey Dave, tell us a road story. And he's like, oh, I got a good road story. I'm like, oh, awesome. Okay, I'm ready here. I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. He's going to tell us a story. He goes, one time we were driving. It was me, my, I think he said his brother, and Gangrel. And Gangrel fell asleep. And I'm like, and? That was the story. That was the story. So, <laughs> so anytime, we talk to, uh, anytime we talk to anybody that happens to keep in contact with Keener, we always say, Mention that story to him. He'll be like, son of a bitch, Dave said something again. So it's like a big giant rib. I keep on going, going, going like the freaking rabbit. So um, <laughs> so it's kind of fun. Uh, I, I, you want to hear a fucked up? All right. Tommy the Moose. Okay. You know Tommy the Moose is? Yeah, I know Tommy the Moose people, is. People look at him and think he's a fucking nice, innocent guy. He's a fucking jerk off. Let me tell you this. <laughs> that guy's a fucking jerk off. <laughs> it's funny because like back when he was Fat Moose and I was Skinny Banks, I used to always call him George Costanza <laughs> because he looked like fuck. He used to look like George fucking Costanza. <laughs> so whatever. Here with this motherfucker, dude. like he, you know, he does a lot. He loves to see me fucking going crazy, so he fucks me all the time. He knows what to, what pushes my buttons. I mean, we've been friends over fucking damn near twenty years now. Yeah. So like best friends, you know what I mean? So like, he knows the fucking trick. <laughs> whatever. So. We're at the gym working out, right? Yeah. So, like, we get to the fucking, to the bench. And, like, we don't have enough weight there. So he's like, yo, he's like, I'll set up the bench. I'll get everything clean. That shit just uh, pick, get weight from the leg press machine. So I'm like, all right. So I walk over. I get the plate, whatever. And as I'm walking by, this fucking dude's giving me a dirty look. So I'm like, what the fuck's this guy looking at? Like, I'm getting amped now. <laughs> I, keep, I keep grabbing the weight, bringing him over, grabbing the weight. And I'm like, yo. I'm about to fucking, like, ask this dude what the fuck is following. And yeah. Tommy's like, yo, calm down, dude. Like, don't start no shit. We're in the gym. Like, just stay calm. I'm like, yo, but why the fuck is he giving me dirty looks? He's like, oh, fuck him. Don't worry about him. <laughs> so whatever. So I, like, I finally get all the shit. So, like, we're hitting the bench. And as I'm working out, Moose is like, yo, use that anger to get hype. Like, 
he's still looking over at you. And I'm just getting amped. I'm getting hyped. I'm getting hyped. And I'm like, oh, so whatever. So we finished the workout. And, like, we're done working out. The guy's not in the gym no more. And, like, we leave, too. So we get in the car. And Moose just starts dying laughing. I'm like, what? Moose has this one fucking laugh that you know he's up to something. Yeah. So fucking, (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck did he do, dick? And he's like, (laughs) you know why that guy was giving you dirty looks? And I'm like, why? What I didn't know was the reason why this asshole sent me to the leg press machine to get the weight was because this guy was trying to use the leg press machine and every time he brought weights over, I walked over and took his weight and put it over to our fucking bench. Oh, shit. Oh, you fucking asshole. I'm like, yo, why did you stop me? He was like, it was too funny. I didn't get to the phone for it and he kept doing it, so I didn't want to say nothing. I'm like, yo, you fucking dick. Dude, it's amazing he didn't come over and say, yo, I was using that and say something, you know what I mean? like, um, months later, like, not even months, but like a few weeks later, like I actually spoke to the gentleman. Like me and the gentleman, like now nah, we're cool with each other. Like if we see each other in the gym, we spot each other, work out together and shit like yeah. that. But like I said, like I said that too. But we first I told, I was like, yo, dude, I was like, I didn't fucking know, man. Like and I told him like the story, and he was laughing. He was like, yo, because he's he's cool with Tommy now too. Yeah. So he laughed about it, and I was like, yo, why didn't he say something? He was like, dude, he was like, I was I looked at you and I looked at him. I thought to myself, sometimes you just gotta take your batteries. Shit, that's a good story, my friend. Oh, Moose is fucked up, man. Um, yeah, we we're gonna get we have to get um, going and all, but I like always like to say, um, when you come on Instagram, you become family, and I know there's a lot of things going on in the world, like suicide stuff like that. If you ever need somebody to talk to, you got my number. You can call us. You can ask to come on, have some fun, talk about wrestling. If there's also anything that you want to share on our social media page, feel free to. We we try to let everybody know about that because it's just always good yeah. getting everything out. So, oh, Thank you so much, man. Yeah, same to you guys. I know the listeners out there. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and coming and listening to us. We appreciate that. It's because of you listeners that we do these podcasts, that we do the stuff in the ring, that we do life pretty much. Like, same, same way you guys just reached out to me, that goes to you guys and anybody listening. There's always somebody who cares. We don't know each other's story. I don't know your story. You don't know my story. There's always a brighter day. Before you can think of anything stupid, reach out to somebody. And real talk, like, even if I don't know you, or I just met you, or it's a fucking just us talking. If I can help, that's going to make my day better. Like, my happiness is your happiness. Helping other people is what makes me smile, real talk. Oh, yeah. That it is. Man, I like that. That was beautiful. Uh, before we wrap things up, was there any... Dates? Up- upcoming dates that you wanted to say before before we give our... Goodbyes. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any because I'm a fucking burnout. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no, no! I was like, uh, well, well, yeah, it was uh, like when asking about if you had any upcoming days, but also with Dave, like, what was your uh, the interviews? Oh my up? gosh! Oh man! Like, I I don't have anything up yet. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was gonna say, oh, um, hold, hold that for thought. All the listeners listening, definitely, uh, I I could definitely tell you good wrestling going on in your areas. If you're in the West Coast, check out bar wrestling. Okay. Check out 
FSW Wrestling. If you're on the East Coast, check out some. You know, I'll even give these assholes a shout out because they're heavyweight champion and some of these guys are actually pretty fucking good. Uh, big shout out to SWF. Even though me and Rob don't rock, I still respect it. They got a bad rep because the promoter's an asshole with <laughs> something. I'm correcting, with something. Good guy, but something he's an asshole about. But that doesn't take away from the product. It just hurts the product. Yeah. But yeah. if you go to the show, you're going to see good matches. That I can tell you. Uh, I've been to... W, Pennsylvania. Backbreakers Entertainment, Pennsylvania. A lot of the fucking PA promoters. Yo, PA right now is on the wave, I think, personally. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, I know um, LAW in Delco area um, in Pennsylvania. Um, I know um, Frank does an excellent job to bring wrestling for the kids. So, yeah. I know. Um, and remember, don't judge nobody. Always fucking extend your hand to whoever's out there. True that. Those are the words I live by. And do everything like it's your only. Because you know what? What you might think is good might be bad. And what you might see is bad might be good for you. That is very true. So, I I do have my dates up. October 13th, we have Tier James. October 30th, we have Helter Skelter. He just retired. November 3rd, Garrison Creed. He no- said Helter Skelter. Holy shit, I haven't heard that name. Why did he retire? He ran out of money finally. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he, he's, he's, um, he's managing now. He's managing, um... Oh, um, Johnny Nova. Oh, he must have his money still. <laughs> <laughs> November 10th, yeah, Mark Adam, Adam Haggerty. <laughs> I remember back in the day, fucking help this guy do some pain. To wrestle. Like, he would pay to, I'll bring in this name if you let me wrestle with him. <laughs> like, shit like that, I can't stand. <laughs> I don't have to add it. <laughs> he, he's, sta- he's standing in line, shows with play. us. <laughs> Okay, November 3rd, we got Garrison Creed. He's out in, like, the Midwest. Um, November 10th, Mark Adam Haggerty. Uh, November 17th, Andy. Oh, big shout-out to Mark. Yes. Yo, Mark is cool, Mark, man. Yeah, Mark. Good yeah. Right there. Um, November 17th, um, Andy Hedder. Um, November 23rd, we're going to be at um, Icons of Wrestling. Um, Andy Hedder, yo, real talk, now that you said that name, he's probably one of the most fucking underrated guys in the Pennsylvania area. Yeah. Hands down. He's fucking good, dude. Like, how the fuck is he not doing... How is he not more spoken about? He's humble, respectful, and he's fucking good. He's he has, a, fucking he has good. a podcast. He's fucking good. He has a podcast. Like, I guarantee you, YouTube, any Andy Heddard match, he's fucking good. Yeah. I do have a December 8th, and I didn't write it down yet. Um, December 22nd, we get... We got <laughs> Dave Reed... <laughs> And my boy on um, December 29th, Frankie Picard. Oh, big shout out to Picard. That's another, yeah, that's another guy. Yeah. Frankie Picard. Yeah, like, I, I like hanging out with him. We, uh, we do some um, going out there and play some Pokemon Go sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's some dope shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm DB Richards. And this is Fran. And JCO. And our guest tonight. Oh, wait, that's why I'm off. Chris Banks, remember the name, Chris Banks. Yeah, I'll... yeah we, all, we always get confused if uh, if Dave's going to say the person's name or if it's like, and, and then there's just a big pause, and yeah, we just did it again, but yeah, thank you. Um, If you have any pictures, please send them over if you want us to 
promote that picture instead of what we find. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anytime. Have a good night. All right, gentlemen, you too. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thank or you night, too. evening. All right. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Because we're still recording, so. Yay! Um. Yeah. So we still have we still have the last episode with uh talk talked about the AEW AEW and NXT show. Our next episode, we're going to be talking about the SmackDown premiere and Hell in a Cell, and uh, that's it for tonight. So. We already said our goodbyes. We'll we'll see you next week. See you oh, for Wednesday. In my head, I just say next week. It's kind of like you know, friends. We're out of time. All right. Oh, we're out of time. Yeah. We'll see you later. <laughs>